What's poppin', y'all? It's your boy Trev here. The Save and Sip Show, Club Edition, Social Scene, man. We got a lot to talk about, but no further ado, my boy Mike is with me. Let's get right into it. Just really about who lie the best They take my foot off they necks I ain't decided yet I took a quantum step and hit the west for extra reps And came home bearing gifts if you paid your debt Been about a check of Tyson too I probably made a mess Half a hundred Can't say I'm the dawn if the fate ain't fresh And nonetheless I did it all from my mother's steps Why keeping lump sums in places they would never check you know, you know. Alright Mike, so tell everybody listening who you are You know, where you from, where you go to school at All that good stuff, bro Everybody know, man, my name is Mike, um, Mikey for real, but I'm getting older now, so I want everybody to call me Mike, man. Um, I'm from Dumfries, VA, you know, straight straight under Woodbridge, man. I went to Potomac Senior High School, class of 2011. Oh, um, man. Then I went off to Well, I went to Nova for a year, uh, transferred to VSU for a semester. Uh, which was 2012, fall 2012. Came back home 2013, knocked out another year at Northern Virginia Community College. Um, from that point forward, I went back to Virginia State um, in 2014, where I then graduated um, in 2016, December. Um, got my bachelor's degree in mass communication. My focus was public relations at the time. And um, I had a couple friends that was really big in sports. Uh, shout out Maurice, uh, shout out Chris Dub, man. So, you know, I'm thinking they about to go to the league. So I'm like, I'm trying to get, get my PR stuff on, man. So um, that's where that really came from. Um, being in communications, it helped me just, I'm always, I'm always around people, I'm good with people. So communications really helped me as far as like learning how to adapt to people, how certain people are gonna act in certain environments and, you know, just knowing a person for what they are and understanding people like they can't where they came from or you know what i'm saying like um so you went to vsu um shout out virginia state shout out all the hbcus across the nation sure. for real man um you know it's you know we, we bleed orange and blue you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's an um and shout out to the third grade marshall college fund if y'all can see that um third grade marshall college fund is a large nonprofit organization that represents hbcus across the nation and what they do specifically is they help kids um, students, both undergrad and graduate students, they help put money in their pockets. They help find them scholarships, get them job opportunities. And um, Virginia State is one of those schools that falls under on um, the third grade Marshall College Fund. So much love to TMCF. Um, so all right, Bean, so you, so you went to VSU, you graduated mass communications, learned a lot there, I'm sure. Um, so what's been going on, man? Like. I know you, you got into the, to the party scene. You was always that dude. Mike would literally, I went to ODU undergrad. Mike would literally pull up on me with like <laughs> the biggest, shout out, imagine this joint times three. Mike would pull up at ODU with the big, big boy big, bottles. Big joint, the $100 joint, man. We used to, man, just as far as how I got started, man, you know, we used to, man, shout out, shout out Stunner House, man. You know, yeah. we used to throw banging house parties man i'm telling you from the time i want to say the first house party we ever threw um we well we didn't throw it, it was a sister's party <laughs> we was in the eighth grade man and um you know she was she won i want to say we she was going into her senior year 
we was going into our freshman year because her birthday's in the summertime. Shout out to Alexis, man. Um, so we was going into our freshman year of high school, and I remember um, she didn't really want us to come because we was the little kids, man. So we end up finessing, staying in the house. We went to the party. And um, from that point forward, it just, it kind of just, I knew the party thing was my thing. Um, so it's like now, you know, that's that was one of the first parties that I really can remember. Um, another party I remember was like I was like in like sixth grade, before I even met met Bam, um, Olivia. She had a party um, in River Oaks, and I was like, I know everybody not gonna know what River Oaks is, but it's just an area around our way. Um, and she was, I think they was like in seventh grade, seventh or eighth grade, and I just remember going to that party. So it's like certain parties I kind of remember in my head. That just it it just took far. I just I like having fun. I like having a good time. I like have, making people have a good time. So I mean that's kind of where I want to say we had an idea from of start throwing parties. I mean we just some sociable people. We we always been a cool guy. So yeah. I mean we just always like to have everybody to have a good time. So I could say definitely those two parties are probably one of the for sure things of why I wanted to like actually start throwing parties and stuff like that. Nah, that's dope, bro. That's that's real dope, man. Um, I think anytime it's it's hard to figure out what you want to do in this world. There's so many options, and like Mike said, when you get in an environment where you feel comfortable and you feel like you know you can lead in that space, well, you you know shout you know much love because people go through you know people go through their whole lives not you know figuring out where they're supposed to fit in. People go to school and major and stuff that they have no interest in, and right. you, know, you know for you to like. Be like, okay, the party scene is mine. And so, like, when we talk business on this podcast, on this show, it's, like, really to help people go from, all right, I know what I want to do, or I've been exposed to some new things. How do I monetize this? How do I turn this into a business? What are the legal things I got to set up? You know, how do I pivot within this space that I'm really interested in? So, okay, yeah, that I remember that party back in seventh grade, the couch. We, yeah, we was, yeah, we was yeah, that, that was that was something for the books, man, like, some. Know, we ain't gonna talk about what happened after, but you know it's some um, it's something we always gonna remember, and um, it stuck with me, man. Um, then once I started like elevating as far as like going away to school and stuff like that, um, I kind of wanted to get into the party scene at school. But as most people know, if you went to college, a lot of those colleges already have their set brands that people are already you know um, you know going hard in at those colleges so it's kind of hard to maneuver in and then you know one of the main things that you need as far as to build your own self is some money so you know we all college students we you know i was i couldn't i, I remember at the time i i had a girlfriend at the time i couldn't even buy some candy around that time so i mean from that point um i just told myself you know i was going to stay down and you know wait my turn man and you know once i got got able to get my funds to where i was going to need to be you know, I was going to start doing my own thing. And um, so that's definitely one of the things I've seen growing, you know, growing, going to VSU, seeing people have their have their their party, their party scenes. And, you know, the Tuesday, the two dollar Tuesdays and, you know, all that different type of stuff. So I always thought, you know, when I went to college, um, I wasn't as popular as I was at, at home. Um, at home, I you know, I've been living in the same area for 24 years. You know, I knew everybody. Everybody at one point moved to my neighborhood. So I have so many friends based off the the, the people just moving around me. I went to, you know, I went to Ripon. So that's another side of Woodbridge. Um, 
than you know just meeting just different people everybody moving this is a, this an area where people move to a lot so i met a lot of my, i met a lot of good people i know a lot of people so it helped me just be the centerpiece of like just our friends for example like um rest in peace calvin man um i always always just remember i had a conversation with him one day and he was like man him and trevor are two totally opposite different people so for the people that know who i'm talking about um you know you wouldn't see them two really talking you know what i'm saying like and that's the that's the example trevor got his thing going on and calvin got his thing going on so one day calvin told me he was like man you know you really like the only person that can help me talk to trevor and i looked at him like man but you know man what you talking about man you know and he like man now nah, you like really a centerpiece man like you could bring certain people together and i and i looked at it like man you know you're right man you know what i'm saying so that's one of the things I take into taking account when I'm doing certain things because I can talk to different people. I can, you know, I can maneuver that way. I can, you know, I understand this person's point of view or I can understand where this person's coming from. And that's just one of the, the great gifts I do have and I thank God for every day because not everybody can do that. And um, like I said, man, it's just though that's one of those things that just is, is helping me to where I'm at here now. So I definitely do appreciate that as well. Like like I said, thank God just for that gift. That's a great gift to have. For a lot of people, you're here in the area and um, you know, you identify that as one of your strengths. So over the past like eighteen months, you you've taken your your strengths of, of knowing people, of being social, of already like we're gonna talk about you always you was on the club scene heavy. Some of the all the DC clubs. I'm gonna let you name them from the from the blisses to the opera. So you took that in the past eighteen months, you started to like legally like start your business and uh, move yeah. towards those steps what does the last 18 months look like for you man so if i could last 18 months we go back a little further just probably last 24 maybe maybe three years man um i was on the club scene hard man uh man i was going to bliss i was going there was a there was a club called look lounge um opera opera my opera my spy everybody know that um we was man i was going out richmond I would come out ODU with them, um, so I'm out Norfolk. You know, I'm I was in the club, man. And, you know, I really enjoyed. Um, I know everybody like, man, they're always spending money in the club and you know stuff like that. I don't look at it from a money standpoint. Um, I truly have fun in the club. It's one of my enjoyments, so I don't mind doing what I need to do to have fun in the club. Mm -hmm. But yeah, as far as the club scene, man, I, I've been on the club scene for a while. Um, I started as one of them people, you know, coming to the club. You could tell me any number I was gonna pay. You know, I was gonna get the money together with my friends and, you know, even if I had to put up a little bit extra, I didn't mind for us to have a good time. Um, as I started going to the club, um, a lot of clubs in the city started to notice me. Um, like I said, shout out to Opera, they gave me the most love. Um, so I had stopped paying a lot of gratuity on my bottles. Um, a lot of extra stuff that the clubs just get over on us um, yeah. as far as to make their money. I had stopped doing for a while now. Um, so like I said, yeah, I just, I've been in the club scene for a while. Um, I, so yeah, I mean, that's that's really that's really what it is, man. I, I, like I said, I just, I'm, I'm a person, I enjoy the club. Like some people might enjoy, you know, jogging or, you know, whatever the case may be. I truly enjoy the club. So that's why I go. Young, you know, we yeah. we we had that scene, so I feel like 
in any cases when it comes to you know finances and money and stuff like that you should always want to do something that you like or something that you love so why not make money off of going to the clubs why not make money off of throwing parties if that's something you like to do mm -hmm. um you know it's a it's a fun thing to do it's not it's not super hard work you know it's hard work when you when you chopping everything up and you know getting insurances and different stuff we'll talk we'll catch on that later but as far as like just having fun why not make money off of having fun like i don't think that i don't think anybody would not like that so it's like yes. that's one of the things one of my main goals is to have my own club or have a couple clubs or a couple lounges and you know things of that nature so like i said me going out that's the only way i could learn the business honestly um seeing how it's ran from different standpoints different clubs different people you know seeing you know their customer service because customer service is big to me as far as like going to the club um honestly i stopped going to bliss because of their customer service um this was a very high expensive club at the time i don't you know i don't know if everybody's too much familiar with it but that was the club you know they bring in young Dolph, they bring a little baby you know they bring in they bring in high artists out here and you know those type of artists, that's where everybody want to go. So, you know, I was going to that club faithfully, um, got into it one night with one of the one of the owners of the club and it, it wasn't too fond of me. I just didn't like how he treated me as far as my customer service because I was a spender there. And, you know, like I said, it's just, it's trial and tribulations with everything you do. So one of the things, like I said, it was just going to the club. And like I said, man, it, it it's helping me learn the business as well. So I could say like, me being out, me learning different things, and that's or seeing different things. That's really, really what caught my eye, and you know, it helped me get to where I'm at here now. Nah, that's that's what's up, bro. Um, now you dropped a lot of gems there. Like from one being in an environment that you love. If you watching this, I'm gonna be real. The demographic that watches this is on um, really ages 21 to 35. Um, shout out, shout out to a lot of new people that have been watching this. Um, shout out to the new people, man. Yeah. Like America, I man. I, I looked at um, I looked at our analytics. We had some people from Canada. Even I don't know who's watching from Germany, Japan. Um, we had some viewers from there. It might be some military folks we know. Man, you know, people, you know, we know people all over the world. But um, shout out to that growing audience. But my my point in in this demographic, the millennial is, you are not stuck. You know, if you're doing something you really hate, you got to find a way to to get out of it. Like the, the, your end goal with anything should be to find something that you actually enjoy doing. The money gonna come if you get good at it. The money's definitely gonna come, but um, you know, you you can really just learn, study, move. However, meet the right people that get into an environment that you like. You owe yourself that at least. So um, all right, you know we're gonna give you some time to relax your mind, fill your drink back up, do what you gotta do. If anybody is looking for a realtor in the D.C., Maryland, or Virginia area, I'm talking about from Norfolk to Baltimore, y'all reach out to the Saving Sip team. Business is all about trust, and we have plenty of people that we would love to connect you with. On the second half of this episode, my boy Mike is going to break down some crazy stories from throwing a 25th birthday party alongside the late, great Nipsey Hussle to throwing a party in Dumfries, Virginia where we lost thousands of dollars, but a lot of good lessons came from it. So we appreciate y'all listening. Take a break and we'll catch y'all on the other side. So, all right, sorry. So you, so you was in the scene, you was, you know, you was learning operation, learning how everything moving there. And um, we got to tell them a quick little story about opera, man. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle as well. Okay. 
Rest, rest in peace, Nip, man. So what? That was February 2018, your birthday? I want to say... Yeah, it was, it was 2018. It was, yeah. it was February 2018. Yeah, because he died in 2019. Yeah, he died yeah. March 19. Yeah, so, yeah, February 2018, um, it was crazy. Uh, I had got a couple sections at Opera. It was my 20, 25th birthday, I want to say. 20, yeah, 25th yeah. birthday. So it was my 25th birthday. Rounded up all my guys, man, and um, a couple of my homegirls, and we went out to Opera. And... Um, Everybody was telling me, man, it was like, yeah, you know, Nipsey gonna be there, and I'm not gonna sit here and lie on this camera like I was a big Nipsey fan because I wasn't. Um, but a lot of people was just saying, you know, Nipsey gonna be here, Nipsey gonna be here. It's his album release party. You know, a couple of my friends, shout out, uh, shout out, Young Raj. You know, what I'm saying, a couple of my friends, man. So Young Raj, they was uh, they was definitely on it, and um, so we stepped in the club, man, and our section ended up being literally right next to Nipsey's section, so majority of my majority of my friends homegirls they got clips and videos of you know of nipsey's you know album release party for his last album before he died mm -hmm. it's a special moment just because i know so many i know he touched so many people's heart as far as in that environment that day and i just you know i'm i'm thankful just to have been able to bring my bring my home my homegirls and my friends around that for you know the last time because you know i think that might have probably been his last time in dc maybe prior to him dying so that was big for us you know to be the people like we literally are standing literally right next to him like i'm i'm telling we got clips just you know you know everybody the biggest fan on their yeah. phone and you know everybody looking and it was it was a good time man like i said i wasn't the biggest fan but i enjoyed it for my people so and that's and like i said that's one of the things i love to see i love to see people happy and especially in that environment you know what i'm saying so it's like that's something big that that, that 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 happened for us and it was a good time, man. Yeah, for sure. But I mean that's the dope thing about about the club is that you gonna meet the most plugged in, powerful people in your area. I mean, you you literally go to the club and you not just meet you, you meet all types of people. Everybody's out to have a good time. You meet people that's coming from out of town. You never gonna know you never know who you can run into in a party. Like you haven't been to a good party and met a new friend and you ain't really been to no lit parties before, so um, yeah. Rest in peace, Nip. That rest in peace, Nip. That was a crazy nip, neighborhood Nip, man. That was a. Yeah, it was a crazy night, man. Hell of a night. We, we was we thought we were some movie stars. Yeah, man. <laughs> seen us after, man. Shout out, Meet Shoots. Meet yeah. Shoots had the camera, man. We we going up, man. We had we had the rentals. We we was acting crazy, man. <laughs> nah, that's real. So I'm, I'm gonna touch one more point. Point about the club, like from a business aspect, and then we gonna pivot a little bit, um, because you said something earlier about. Um, I even saw something on on Instagram. People talking about, you know, buying uh, a hundred fifty dollar bottle that's forty dollars. I saw that on Instagram this past week. I look at it like this: people pay a premium for a lot of things in this world. Every time somebody touch something, you gonna end up paying more for it if it's being sold to you. Sure. Um, but if you in the space, like if you in the space of Mike, and that's what your your, your business is, that's a tax write off. Um, I'm not a tax advisor. This is not CPA professional advice. I got to say that, but I will say I know enough to know that if you if you throw parties, let's say you do fifty thousand dollars in parties, but you go into the club to meet new party promoters or to tell people about your event next week, and you drop three thousand dollars on a section. Well, that's a business expense to you. Um, I, I know a lot of people, especially in our community, are starting to realize a lot of stuff they pay for can be an expense. But don't get greedy with it. Um, what I mean is, you can't say that 
you had $20,000 of expenses from the club and something else, but you only made $5,000. After a while, that doesn't look good. How are you spending all this money, but you're not making any money? That's how you get set up with tax audits and stuff. So um, just keep that in the back of your head that a lot of the stuff that you, you know that we do as a community, it's a tax write-off. It's a business. You're growing your, band, you're growing your brand. Most businesses lose money in the first few years that they're getting started up. So um, you know, just always keep that in the back of your mind. So so dope, bro. So from you know, so from, from knowing people around the community, going to Virginia State, getting the degree, um, you know, learning the club scene even more throughout your mid twenties, early mid twenties. Um, some of the events you've done, like like recently, like what's been some some learning experiences, man? Because um, it's kind of crazy how it ties in with some of the stuff on this platform too. Okay, so um, I want to say we personally in Dumfries we have thrown two parties. One show I do with uh, some of my friends, uh, Micah, um, shout out to Charles, man, rest in peace, Charles, man. Um, they had came to me with an opportunity where they knew I knew a lot of people in the area and you know I could be a face of a party. So um, we do it, um, we had Fat Trail come down here, um, free Fat Trail, man. We had Fat Trail come down here in September of 2018, mm -hmm. and like I said, we live in a small area. Um, we're from we're from the lower we're from the southern part of Woodbridge, which is Dumfries, and um, not a lot of people know what Dumfries is. Um, so we threw a party, man, and we had 450 to 500 people inside of a Dumfries a Dumfries place a Dumfries environment, and it was it was big, man, because one, like I said, don't nobody be, especially from up north, they don't try to come south to party. That's one thing. So that's already one of the hardest things to to get. People want to go north to party from here. And, you know, anything southern, you know, Fredericksburg, got, they got their own area. And anything for real, for real after that is Richmond. So our little area is very tough to get people to come out here to. So you got you to gotta do stuff to attract people to get here. So yeah, we have Fat Trail. He's one of the hardest DC artists out now. You know, even him being you know incarcerated, he's still you know still name still buzz. So we had Fat Trail come out here. Like I said, shout out to Micah, shout out to Charles. Definitely do want to just give that shout out. Just appreciate them for just even giving me that opportunity or you know putting that putting that battery in my back to you know you can do this. Yeah. So we threw the party. Um, you know, I didn't really put any money into the party. I got paid for actually, uh, you know, having the party as my face, but um, I know it wasn't a good, uh, it wasn't a good comeback as far as investing into the party. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty sure if I want to say, you know, Charles lost off of the party, Charles and Michael lost, but um, it was definitely a good, a good experience for them. So um, later on in that year, uh, we, we were supposed to do one for Black Friday. Um, didn't happen, and then, man, I gotta talk about this. We had, um, so we was doing a light show party, January of 2019, still in the same spot in Dumfries, and I'm telling you, man, shout out light show, that was gonna be the best party that we had so far. Thanks. Uh, light show had got on, um, he got on IT that morning, he was in Atlanta, and I remember he put uh, Dumfries VAC tonight, and just the city, just the city's environment was just, it was so intense, it was so live that day, man. And um, 
I was on the way to go uh, pick up my little cousin. She was one of my bartenders, um, or bottle girls or something from, from Mount Hampton. And um, I got the call from Charles, man. And uh, he was telling me, man, he was like, man, yeah, Dumfries, uh, they saying that we need this permit. And I'm like, man, you ain't get the permit, man. So uh, they was calling, they said, uh, so it was a Friday, of course. So, you know, just just a stepping stone, you know, in, mm -hmm. in the road. Man, they tried to tell us it was like Robert E. Lee Day. It was like a, a Virginia, just a Virginia holiday. So everything was closed in Dumfries. So we couldn't even get the permit. So we had to cancel the party. Uh, come to find out the permit didn't even exist. But man, that was one of the biggest, that's when I knew I was there. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew I can get 500 people in Dumfries for sure. Like, when I mean that day alone, my phone was jumping, man. Like, I felt like a, a, a movie producer or something, or, you know, like a, a big promoter, or, you know, just my phone line was going crazy, man. And I, like, I really, like, it was an L, you know, because we didn't do the party, but it was a win because I knew I had the crowd. And then um, from that point forward, man, um, I just, man, at that point, I was like, man, you know, I think it's time to do my own thing. So um, later on that year, uh, I want to say, what was it, June June 2019? Yeah, June yeah. 2019. Mm -hmm. Got a couple of my friends together. Um, shout out Carrie. Um, What's up, Bert? You know, Micah and uh, Stunner here and Trevor here. We, um, we all went in together, man, and we decided to do our own show, man. And um, from a business ass point, we lost. Yeah, very, we lost. Very big. But it was a great, great learning experience, man, because it's so much people don't understand when it comes to throwing parties and different at different venues where, you know, the venue might not have a liquor license, you gotta get a liquor license. The venue might not cover this party, so you gotta get your own insurance. And, mm -hmm. you know, it was so much that we sat on the phone for hours talking about what we were gonna do, how we were gonna do it, the money we were gonna put up, and we literally, between the four of us, put up $20,000 in a month. And um, it's a blessing because at that time, you know, I was going through a rough time. And, man, I didn't even know how I was going to even, you know, afford to even put up my half of the show. And, you know, just with God's grace, I was able to, you know, receive the money. Um, I had started working around that time. So I was a couple checks in and stuff like that, man. So, you know, I just tell people, man, you know, the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. And, you know, even if you might not come up off the reward or come up off the risk, um, I should say not the reward, but come up off the risk, man, everything is a learning experience, man. So even though, you know, I don't even think we made back 25%. No, uh, even when we bad. put up, we lost bad. I mean, we bought 100 bottles, bro. Yeah. So we bought 100 bottles thinking we was going to make the money off the bottles and, you know, that's one thing about not being in DC. People don't really buy bottles, so when you're not there, so that was one of the one of the L's we took. But like I said, man, it was a great learning experience. Um, we had a we had an artist named I Am No Feast come out here. He hit the stage, and then you know we was bringing awareness to other artists in the community and stuff like that. So like I said, I'm more just I'm more just about the people, man, and you know a good time. At the end of the day, you know God will God will always be on my side. So at the end of the day, man, I just knew, you know, you know, just going through that, going through that actual party motion that, you know, we, 
even though we lost, like it was a, it was yeah, a great man. it was just it was a great lesson, man. It was a very great lesson. Nah, that's facts, man. Um, you said, bro, like we you know we came together, put up twenty G's in like a month. Um, we lost, we lost <laughs> bad. <laughs> but um, we lost, bro. It's all you know. It's, it's all good, cause that that proved to me like I didn't have any doubts, cause when you know you know our circle is solid, but. Doing business with friends and family is different, and um, and our experience because we all professional. And my point is, when you're doing business with friends and family, it can't all be verbal. You gotta get stuff down. You gotta have spreadsheets. You gotta know what the numbers. Everybody has to have visibility into what's going on, so nobody feels like they're getting you know played or it's not communicated well. Um, our you know our people can thrive, friends and family, in the business aspect if we just handle it the right way. You agree? With Definitely, definitely, yeah, bro. bro. We did, we did it. I can say, as far as like what we did for that show, man, it, it taught me so much because I'm more on the you know the people side. I'm more on the promotion, the flyers, interacting with who's gonna come, who's gonna do what, what girls am I gonna have be bottle girls, what girls are gonna be bartenders, who gonna you know who gonna help me out and this that and third and it it helped me because dealing with you know Trevor and Carrie they were they're very business minded so I needed that for my future my future ventures because at the end of the day man you know that's their that's their profession that's that's what they're good at and these are two people that I truly trust um, so I know you know with them handling the back end of things you know I can focus more on the party itself and mm -hmm. I think that's kind of where we went wrong I was still caught up into the business aspect of it as well. So it just, you know, it didn't go as planned as far as for the people. And I seen the 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 fall from, you know, previous events and, you know, things of that nature. You know, we also had, you know, just talking, we had a couple other parties. Um, I had a birthday party that right before that in February at Hashtag Lounge, it did numbers. Um, you know, we just, we're, we're building and we're growing, man. And, uh, and, I, and I'm loving, I'm loving what's going on here. Like honestly, ah, uh, bro, trusting that process. So, um, so what you know, what some things you might have coming up? Um, you know, tell us a little bit more about the brand, the vision. Um, yeah, what's up with all that, bro? So, man, yeah, I, um, I went ahead and LLC uh, Industry Entertainment at the beginning of this year. We actually did it on January first of twenty twenty. Um, so I got the name Indiscreet, man, from one of my homeboys. Um, currently doing some time. Um. You know, shout out Linda, man, and uh, Indiscreet, man, you know, it, it, it sounds a little more harsh than what it is, and just, I want to kind of just explain what I, what, what Indiscreet means to me. Um, indiscreet is not saying in the streets, you know what I'm saying? Like, Indiscreet is meaning, it, it, it gives you a couple different aspects. If you look at the logo, there's a, it's a female with a ski mask on, you know, and what I'm trying to say is, you know, she's indiscreet. Like, you don't even know who that is under that mask. And it, that's one point that I have. It's like, you don't, I'm, I'm, I'm a background type of guy. You know, you don't, I don't really, you know, I don't want to be the face of things where, you know, um, I'm the rapper or I'm the, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just more in the back, man. And, and I like it like that. That's one part of the name. And then indiscreet, man, it just means like, actually just being in the streets, man, just like, being around, being around the way, knowing people, talking to people, and you know, you know, just seeing, just trying to get together with other people, trying to see their visions and 
how we can bring that together as one thing and you know just working with the community man and that's that's really where the brand name came from mm-hmm. um just to explain it i don't want everybody to think you know it's some harsh name and he's trying to be rah rah and tough and that's not the case at all um like i said it's just two different two two different visions in my in my aspect as far as what upcoming what we got going on man um i haven't really been doing too much with the brand um with covid you know i the stuff i do it deals with people and you know with covid you know that's something that we can't have people can't really be around each other so i haven't really been doing nothing this year but just brainstorming i had a lot of stuff planned out um you know just look out for different kids events i'm gonna have a lot of kids events coming up in the next couple years um as far as like back to school drives you know toy drives giving away to the homeless um we just we gonna have a lot of stuff in store for the community man and i want everybody to just be well prepared ready to go because when i drop I'm a drop, man. And once this COVID stuff is over, it's we gonna hit the ground, man. And and I want to bring people together. I'm asking just from this episode, if you know, if you have any ideas or any anything you want to do, you know, you might be, you know, don't want to reach out or don't want to, you know, I'm all for, you know, teaming up, brainstorming. You know, we all can get together. This is our community. You know what I'm saying? Our kids gotta grow up here. You know, we gotta live here. And I just I feel like as far as the community coming together, we can all just be together. Um, ah, that's what's up, bro. Congrats. Congrats on all your success in advance, man. Um, 2020 is a planning year. It's a planning year where you can just take a step back and look at everything that's going on, man. We, you know, we're in a, a blessed position to even, you know, be able to be here um, and be able to still plan and, and execute for the, you know, for the months ahead, right. man. So, right. so well, nah, much, much blessings and much love to you, bro. As I know you got some things in store, man. So, um, Mike, bro, we appreciate you being on, man. Save and set platform. Get with Mike. Where can they follow you on social media, man? man? Follow me on social media, man. I can't even think offhand. I want to say my my Instagram is uh, Zoworld, underscore Zoworld, Z-O-E, World, Mm -hmm. W-O-R-L-D. Contact me on Instagram. That's the best place to find me. I'm on Twitter as well, man. Um, I'm on all social media. Follow me on Snapchat, Beans, underscore Z3. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just... That's the best place to hit me, man. Just hit me on the social medias, man, and you definitely, I definitely can get back to you, man. Indiscreet page coming soon, coming soon. Um, so y'all just be on the lookout for all that, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Y'all, y'all get with Beans, man. If and if y'all, if y'all can't reach Beans, y'all reach me because me and Beans talk very often. Any business y'all want to do, um, in the community, in the DMV, you know, like Beans said, it's it's always open collaboration because yeah, we're here for all that, man. Like. Said, we here for all the collaborations. There's no hate in my blood, man. Like I said, I, I'm a type of guy, man. I want to see everybody win, man. Especially in our community as a black community, man. We we need to uplift each other more, man. And like I said, man, we can just all get together. You know, teamwork, like I said, teamwork make the dream work. And there's no iron team, man. There's no everybody. We all got to help each other, help each other. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just really can be, man. Nah, that's real, bro. We, we really appreciate you, man. Um, few things on the notes appreciate everyone that's been supporting the flat platform um another classic episode around party around the social side of save and sit man um you know just relax sometimes mikey always got to tell me that sometimes you know relax and enjoy your fruit see you later worker you know? man hard worker man running 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 um you know take a step back because when you look up you old you know you your memories is all you got and i'm glad to this point in our life we got a lot of good memories um, from 
from on the social scene and even you know even more just serious stuff i mean that that's what really matters in life um so y'all subscribe y'all share um y'all get with beans let's collaborate let's work Another one for the books. We appreciate y'all listening, watching. Y'all know where to follow and find us at Save and Sip across all platforms. If you ever have any questions, suggestions, please, please do not hesitate. Feedback is the only way we keep growing. Until next time, Save and Sip.